The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Ah, let's talk about my matcha. That's the sound Zaza makes when I give her a sip. She goes, ah. That's the sound I make. You go, ah. It really is good, though. I mean, this matcha is free of toxins, mold, metals. I am talking about peak tea, okay? Peak tea is the only tea on the planet that's designed for health benefits, which is why I am so in love with them. I have been drinking their peak tea sun goddess matcha every single day. I actually replaced a cup of coffee with it, and it's seriously like meditation in a cup. Caffeine sometimes would make me like tweaky or anxious or have a crash and matcha doesn't do that. So I do a cup of coffee in the morning and then I'll do my sun goddess matcha. Also, matcha has so many benefits, you guys. I've been reading about the benefits. I'm talking to Mimi. She was just in Japan and she tried matcha and she's absolutely obsessed with it. It has this ultra calming amino acid that's basically nature's chill pill. You get a wave of energy from the matcha, but without the crash, which is amazing. So how I prepare my 100% organic ceremonial grade matcha is I take a frother and I just put a packet, you rip the top off, put a packet in the frother with some almond milk and cinnamon. Most importantly, a lot of teas have all these toxins in it that come usually from the tea bag, but not peak tea. So they screen their sun goddess matcha for radioactive isotypes, and they also make sure there's no tea bag that's seeping in to your tea. So it's just like a little packet. You rip the top off, you pour it in. It's good to go. It's smooth. It's creamy. It's delicious. Like I said, I do it with almond milk, but you don't even need milk. You could use water. Um, great to travel with too if you're going to hotels. Michael and I bring this every single time. Okay, so you're going to go to peaktea.com and use code SKINNY right now and you'll get 5% off your first order. Peak Tea hardly ever offers discounts, so don't miss out on this exclusive offer. That's 5% off at peaktea.com. That's spelled P-I-Q-U-E-T-E-A.com. Peak Tea, the tea for radiant health. Cheers. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha! I would say that it's probably best for for if you have underlying like sensitivities, rosacea, um, eczema, dryness. And as we age, we inherently lose moisture in our skin. Our sebaceous glands aren't as active and they don't put out as much oil as they used to. So anyone who's, who's concerned about the aging effects of, of skin should certainly have their humidifier running at night. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show. That clip was from our guest of the show today, Dr. Dendi Engelman. She is a surgeon, specifically a medical dermatology cosmetic surgeon. She has an amazing Instagram. She's beautiful. And on the show also, we have Eric Nyer. He is the head of marketing at Canopy, one of our favorite brands. We're going to get into why it's one of our favorite brands in this episode. I think you're going to love this if you're a beauty guru. And I just want to give you guys some backstory right now on this very particular introduction <laughs> that we're doing right now at this second, the night before release. You know, as many of you guys know that listen to the show, we do a lot of the episodes we record and then we go back and we do an introduction after so that we don't have to waste the guest time with us doing these introductions. And thank God they're not here because Lauren for this one, guys, I'm not kidding. That was her ninth take to get through that introduction. She is so hungover right I now. I am so hungover. It was painful. Do you know how many times I just had to hit record? I'm sorry. I'm just being honest. I'm so, so, so hungover. I went over to a friend's house last night and we ended up having 500 margaritas. And by the end of the night, we were taking shots of her breast milk. Well, listen, I don't know about that. I don't. I. I, I don't know. I. I never, Breast milk is good, by the way. Um, I have. I don't. I don't agree. It's a little bit sour. A little. You bit had sweet. some of mine. Um, I had some of yours, and also one of our friends that we, I won't get into that. That's that's a whole other story. But, I put some in your coffee once too, when you didn't know it, and you drank uh, the whole coffee and liked it. I'm not a fan, but let me, let me tell you guys, Lauren, you are about as useless as an asshole on the elbow right now. You yeah. are. You are not doing. This is painful to get through this introduction with you. And I just want you to know that I am really irritated. I'm doing everything I can to hold back my irritation. I'm cringing at myself at how hungover I am. I was pretty unproductive today. I did read a little bit and worked out. But other than that, I didn't get much done. 
I highly don't recommend going and having 6,000 margaritas and breast milk shots. You will wake up with a pounding headache. I thought I was offsetting the tequila with the breast milk shot because there's so many benefits in breast milk. If that's what you and your friends do for fun, I don't know. You got to get different friends. Get different friends. Um, And also, I just want to let you know that it's a really good thing that this episode's all about hydration today because you could use it, buddy. (laughs) I'm drinking 200 Topo Chico's and I have this hangover secret that I'm going to talk about in this show. Um, and that definitely helped my hangover. So those are my two tips when you're hungover. It is like talking to to a to a wall. Yeah, um, I'm I'm annoyed with myself. So I can only imagine how annoyed you are. It is very irritating. And also, before any of you write in, um, and and trust me, I'm in the same boat with all of you. When Lauren pronounces the word surgeon as surgeant. I, I also want to rip my ears off. I, why do people care how I pronounce words? Well, it's not that like, listen, I give you in your, we all know that list, me <laughs> listening to you on this show, the listeners, we all know you're not the best. Uh, at pronouncing words. Yes. We, but uh, like who, who cares? I don't care that much except when you have to do the same take over and over. Surgeon. 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 There's no such thing. And is thing. it treadmill? It's treadmill. Treadmill. And it's breakfast, not breakfast. I know, but like I, I there's a million other things we can okay. write in. We could t- listen. Like, I, I read some of the reviews of people complaining it's about it's unproductive, the, waste of energy. I'm I'm in it with you guys. I I fully get it. Wouldn't I mean I'm just as irritated as everyone else with the with the pronunciation. I just can't really it, it well, irritates you. It's just it's a it's getting a bit much, Lauren. I think I've reached my limit with this introduction <laughs> because we've been here. This is going to be a four or five minute introduction that took us literally as long as the interview took us. Well. I'm sorry. I don't know what to say about it. It's past the Topo Chico. All right, guys. Well, you know, we won't, I won't drag you through this. Like I've been drugged through it. Let's re- let's get right into the episode. Lauren, let's, can, can you get through the, can you introduce our guests? I can introduce our dad. <laughs> Taylor, leave that part in. I want, I want people to see, <laughs> introduce the guests. I want people to see what's going on here, what I'm dealing with. I feel like my brain has been stomped on. <laughs> Hello, this is Lauren's brain. I have left the building. I am gone. It's no longer here. All right. Sometimes you just need like a blackout breast milk moment. I, I, tell, I actually just want her, him to leave this. Let's let's get through the introduction. I can do it. Dr. Dendy. She is a board certified surgeon. You like that, Michael? Wow. wow. Round of applause. Okay. Round of applause. Medical and dermatology and cosmetic special. <laughs> Yep. Keep it (laughs) specialist. Okay. Keep going. Medical dermatology and cosmetic specifically. And then we also have Eric Nyer and he is the head of marketing at Canopy. Canopy is this insane humidifier. I have been obsessed with humidifiers forever. I have one by my bed. I have one in my bathroom. I have one in Zaza's room. I think that they are so full of benefits, especially for your skin. They promote healing with the skin. They help irritated eyes. They add moisture to the air all year round. They plump the skin. They also maintain a healthy environment when you're sleeping. And so I just became obsessed with humidifiers a couple years ago. I cannot stop talking about them. Um, I, I tell everyone I know it's one of my number one beauty tips. So I reached out to Canopy and wanted to get the details of a humidifier. So we have a doctor on to give that perspective. And then we also have the head of marketing to pick his brain. We get into everything in this episode, everything skin. Okay. By the time this episode's over, you are going to know everything about how to plump the fuck out of your skin. With that, let's welcome Dr. Dendi and Eric to the Skinny Confidential Him and Her Show. This is the Skinny Confidential Him and Her. I am so excited for this episode. I feel like it's going to go all over the place. So we can get some context. Can you each introduce yourself and talk on how you know each other and how you're involved together? I am Dindy Engelman. I'm a dermatologist in New York City, and I have specialized in lasers and aesthetics and skin cancer surgery. And I recently joined a plastic surgery colleague of mine named David Schaefer, and I work at Schaefer Clinic on Fifth Avenue and 44th. And I'm so happy we have like three stories of this of so many beauty tools and we have the OR in our office so we can do everything in house and it's I just started September 22nd so it's very recent but I'm very happy. So you're back in office now. Yep. With everything with COVID you had to stop. For, I didn't see patients for six weeks, but I started back April 30th. Amazing. But I imagine with what you do, like you've probably seen an uptick in patients wanting to come and see you. Wild. Yeah. I mean, like can't can't even get them all in. And I think that's multifactorial, right? We've been working from home, the video conferencing, you're inundated by like your own image all the time. Oh. 
people in selfies know their their angle, right? But when you're dynamic and moving and you're like, Jesus, I didn't know that I had that extra chin or my jaw sucks or whatever. And so people, there's that. And then we're not traveling. We're not going out as much. People have more money to spend. And huh. Time to recover, right? Time yeah, to recover and at t- home. I mean, it's a great time to be recovering from something. That's what I, I know. I should just go get a mommy makeover now. I'm going to wait till I'm done with my kids, though, I told you. I'm the gonna swan. Wait. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do a full-on fucking swan. Like, walking down the runway, I want Michael to do a huge reveal. I want balloons. I want everything. <laughs> You're easy because you started at 9.9. Just move you to a 10. Oh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> okay, Eric, give us context. Who are you? Okay, well, I'm Eric Nayer, and I'm the head of marketing for Canopy. And I have spent the last decade or so doing marketing, business development for various beauty brands. I got into beauty in an interesting way. I always wanted to be an actor, and I went to school to like sing and dance and be in musical theater. Then when I realized that like I was going to have no control over that and it wasn't going to make me any money, I um, decided I wanted to switch, but I didn't know what I what I would do. So the last like survival job I had just to pay the bills, my friend who we've always helped each other get jobs and you know figure out how to live life, she um, said, I could get you a job selling lipstick. And it was for this brand called Lipstick Queen. That's Poppy King. She's this really cool Australian lady. She was my first boss and she knows everything about lip colors. And so in Barney's and Henry Bendel's, et cetera, I sold lipsticks and lip glosses on the selling floor in those stores, which don't even exist anymore, which is crazy. But that's how I learned about the beauty customer, which is like super fascinating for me. So I moved into a couple of different roles. I worked at Birchbox for the majority of my career and getting samples out to millions of people every month, which was like an incredible experience. I also launched a private private label beauty brand for Walmart. And then earlier this year, I was introduced to the team that ultimately we all went on to launch Canopy last month. And, and that's what I've been doing since then humidifiers I have been wanting to do an episode and I've done like 20 blog posts on this already on why I personally am such a huge fan of humidifiers which is why I'm so intrigued with this product and we wanted to bring on someone who was a part of our favorite humidifier company and also someone who had the expertise of a doctor. Like we want, I always say I want to do something that's like a medley. Like we, we want to talk about it. We want to talk to someone who's the expert and then we want to talk about, you know, the marketing side. So first off, why does everyone need a humidifier in their house? I'll start. Um, So as a dermatologist, I get people all the time who are like, my skin's so dry, or I've got like dry scalp, and what do I do? And so I often will say, well, do you have a humidifier? And they'll say, yeah. And I'm like, do you use it? And they're like, no. And why is that, right? We invest in something and then we don't use it. And the reason is that they're gross. They get moldy. When I first started having babies, you know, you always put one on the registry and it looks like a teardrop or an elephant or something. And then my husband and I would literally like fight over who was going to have to clean it every week with like the Q-tips and the vinegar. And it's just gross. And eventually you're like, this is not worth the investment. And ironically, my son has eczema as a son of a dermatologist. And so we need to increase the ambient humidity in his room, but it was just such a pain. And so now the Canopy guys have like solved for all of those reasons why you don't use it by making it super easy to clean and it doesn't grow mold and fungus and all that stuff that can be aerosolized. And there are real studies that support that when we're in the optimal humidity zone of 40 to 60% humidity in the environment, our skin is better. It's more hydrated, the barrier, function of the skin keeping bad stuff out and good stuff in is enhanced you can help it helps with sensitivities dryness redness fine lines wrinkles and there are studies that show there's one through the skin health alliance out of the uk that shows within 30 minutes of being in a less optimized environment of humidity your skin starts to show breakdown and so it's really important and then if we think about covid and overall wellness the cdc has said if you're in more arid humidity climates, you are five times as likely to be infected by the influenza virus. So the reasons for that are twofold. One, if you have more humidity in the air, when you speak or cough or sneeze, the the water that's in the air in the environment actually binds to the viral particles and makes them heavier. So they kind of are taken out of circulation so you can't inhale them. And the other is that you have more moisture and so you don't have dryness and cracking and fissuring of your mucous membranes like the lining of your nose. Because if that gets cracked and you have small portals of entry, then you're more op- you're more prone to sickness. And so it's it's timely. No one thought we'd be in the middle of a pandemic when this launch, but it's really great, not only for skin health, but for overall body health. I first found out about humidifiers when my sister Mimi went to Korea. 
And I feel like Koreans are so on the pulse and avant-garde when it comes to skin. And I was in Palm Springs with my husband and she's like, you need a humidifier by your bed. It's so dry here. And I was like, this isn't gonna make that big of a difference. And she let me borrow hers for a night and we were both hooked. She never gave it back. They never gave it back. <laughs> what are some, I know you mentioned skin benefits, but what are some really micro benefits? Like, does it clear your acne? Like get really specific with the skin side. I would say that it's probably best for, for if you have underlying like sensitivities, rosacea, um, eczema, dryness. And as we age, we inherently lose moisture in our skin, our sebaceous glands aren't as active, and they don't put out as much oil as they used to. So anyone who's who's concerned about the aging effects of, of skin should certainly have their humidifier running at night. I have one at work, I run all the time, and I have one right by my bed, and I will say that I sleep better, and you think about how that permeates all aspects of life, sure. and I breathe better, like from people who have chronic sinusitis or congestion or wake up and they're just like kind of groggy. I definitely think that it's a, an improvement in overall quality of life. And I had run out because I obviously had one of the first prototypes and I didn't have a filter and I stopped, I wasn't able to use it for two weeks. And I could tell the difference, even with my scalp, oftentimes, I know it's warm here, but in New York, it's quite cold and change of season, I would get like dry scalp. And I haven't had that because I've been using the humidifier since August. So there's all kinds of benefits, not only face, but hair health and scalp health. I want to ask you, because I think a lot of people don't really, like they may have a humidifier at home, like, oh, I'm already good. But the reason we love this one so much is you talked about mold. I think a lot of people don't even realize that their humidifiers are producing mold, it's right? They're disgusting. like, a lot of the people that have it are probably sitting there thinking like, wait a minute, I need to clean this That's thing. That's what happened. Our big one got mold. It was so gross. Yeah. And I think uh, like people don't realize that they need to think about that with their humidifier, yeah, right? Yeah, you and may be actually aerosolizing particles that then you're in inhaling, and that can cause all kinds of stuff, exacerbation of of asthma. It can, you know, cause reactive airway where your airways are spasming. So heaven forbid, you're trying to do something that's good, but it's actually detrimental to your health. That's the worst case scenario. So that's why I love, like, there's no mold that grows. They have a paper filter. You can throw all this in the dishwasher. Like, how easy is that? Hold up. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Something that I took today that truly helped so much. That is no days wasted. It is here to help you maximize life's moments. So they have this hero product, you guys. It's called DHM Detox, and it's a vitamin for people who like to enjoy their drinks. And boy, do you like to enjoy your drinks, Lauren. Last night, I enjoyed my drinks. I had some fun, and this definitely helped in the morning. What this does is it basically helps you bounce back the next day. Had I not had this this morning, I probably would have died and curled up into a fetal position. I was able to work out, I was able to read, and I was able to hang out with Zaza all day. I wish I would have known about this literally 10 years ago and every day in between those 10 years. A hundred percent. This is in my drawer. This is in my bathroom. This is in my purse. If I ever have one too many glasses of wine, and it usually happens if I have more than three, I'm screwed. First of all, it's an herbal supplement, like I just said, and it helps boost your body's natural response to alcohol while breaking down the toxins. So it's built on this backbone of DHM, and that's this plant-based ingredient that they've been using in Asia for centuries. So what I did is last night after I had a couple of drinks, I popped two capsules. Easy. And then it does the work for you. So if you're going out and you're having holiday drinks with friends, I know a ton of us aren't going out, but if you're going over to a friend's to have some drinks or you're at home having some wine, then all you have to do is pop two capsules after your first couple of drinks. It's so easy, completely risk-free purchase. So if you don't love it, they'll refund you on your first box. I'm telling you guys, this is such an easy decision. This is a no-brainer. And of course, I got you 20% off your first order and free shipping in the US. Just head over to nodayswasted.co slash skinny and use promo code skinny at checkout. That's nodayswasted.co slash skinny this week only for 20% off. Grab this, get it for a friend, get it for your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever. This is the best.
what we found when we were talking to people about humidifiers, and we, I never dreamed I would talk to so many people about their humidifier, but now I've talked to so many people. What we found was that people were going, like the really committed people like you, Lauren, were going to such great lengths to clean this thing, like a half an hour every Sunday or something like that. Oh, like, no, no, no. I'm not like that. I'm not cleaning shit <laughs> like that. No, no, no. I, I haven't cleaned mine since 1992. Lauren but, was going to no lengths No, no, no. Uh, mine has mold in it, and I probably like gave Michael some disease or something. <laughs> Well, it's a good thing you have canopy now, so you don't have to worry about it anymore. But we found that people said they were using vinegar to clean it. They were using Q-tips to clean it. And you look at these things and it's like, who thought up the shape of the part? You know, who thought up the shape of the part? It's the most difficult to clean thing you've ever seen. And so, you know, just in creating a feature set for this product that was going to alleviate those things, like the, the reactions that was elicited as we talked to people about their humidifiers, people are like passionate about it. The same way, Dendi, you said like that your husband and you used to fight about yeah, who did. was going to clean it. it. It's it was, a real thing. It was a chore. Yeah. So, so we found that you know, th- this mold growth was, was a huge thing to address. And so we have a proprietary technology that we developed all ourselves that prevents mold from growing inside the humidifier. Do you want me to tell you about how that works? So tell us it all. Yeah. So, so it's actually gross everyone out. It's, it's really cool. Well, so the reason why mold is going to grow inside a humidifier is because of standing water left behind. That's like where mold can grow. And when you see a typical humidifier, most people are familiar with what's called an ultrasonic humidifier. It has mist coming out the top of it. You see that like chimney of steam coming out. And the ultrasonic humidifier has an element that helps it work that will break if it's completely dry inside. So those humidifiers are created to stop running when there's still a little bit of water inside to stop it from breaking. And we flip that completely on its head. Canopy has smart persistent airflow, which we call SPA, which is you know the fun acronym for it. And, and, and basically what that means is that it's going to keep on running until it's absolutely bone dry inside and there's no water left inside. No water left inside means that mold can't grow there. And it actually keeps running like against your will as a user in, in certain cases, because if you were to push the button and, and turn Canopy completely off and there was still water left inside, 30 minutes later, Canopy would turn back on so that it could keep running and dry out completely inside. Or I tell people like, first of all, it's, it's really energy efficient. It's five times more energy efficient than like your average humidifier. And it's a U, uh, USB power source. So, you know, it's it's like in the modern age as opposed to what a lot of what you see out there. And so you can run it. Like I tell people, if you're going to go away for a week and you just leave Canopy on when you leave, that's actually kind of the best thing you could do because what's going to happen is it'll run and run and run until it's completely dry inside. And then it'll shut off. You come home and you refill the tank. And as soon as it senses water again, it's actually going to turn right back on on the setting that you left it at. So it's really thinking about how to be like, completely hands off for you. You don't really have to do anything. Let's talk about how you guys disrupted the space. So we had Sean Neff on who is known as the brand whisperer. And he talks about how he would go to Rite Aid and he would walk down all the aisles and see what needed an update. So he went down one day the toothpaste aisle and saw that there was no cute toothpaste. Everything's disgusting. We all want it in our drawer. If you're Taylor, you want it like underneath your bed because it's probably like it has mold on it. Like <laughs> it's it just like it, it needed like a freshen up. So he started Moon. And with you guys, I feel like you did the same thing. You You said earlier. Why is it shaped like this? Why does it look like this? And you guys started asking these questions that no one else was asking. Why is there mold? And you disrupted the space. Why are these things so big? That was the other thing. Why are these things so big? So can you speak on like the pain points? I know you did a little bit, but a little bit more the pain points that you saw and why you chose to disrupt this space. Yeah, so it's interesting. There are pain points from like a few different perspectives that I think about. There are the pain points from just a functionality perspective. So I talked about mold and that's a huge one. Lauren, you and Michael, you both said they're so ugly, they're bulky, they, they don't look cute, you know? And so that's a huge pain point that people talk about. The difficult to maintain and taking a lot of time to clean and maintain that that's another one. And also the potential for it to be like unhealthy and dirty. I think some people are attuned to that, Lauren, but not not all, right? So 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 those were the sort of pain points that we thought about. And you know, we really just went down that list, kind of like exactly like you said, Lauren, and and thought about all the things that we could do to to make this the easiest and the best. So we already talked about spa, which keeps the mold from growing. I talked a little bit about the user interface that is really uh, intuitive and actually kind of thinks for you. So we have an auto mode where you can set it 
manually to low, medium, or high, but what auto mode does is it actually responds to the amount of light in the room. And so we know that overnight, and Dendi, you know better, way better than I do, but overnight you're gonna lose a lot more water because of just normal overnight water loss. And also you're not drinking any water, you're not eating anything that's gonna hydrate you. So when it's dark in the room, canopy will kick up to a higher setting so that you get more moisture while you're sleeping. Then when it's light in the room like it is right now, it assumes that either you're out, like normal circumstances we would be out of our houses, right? But or you're awake and you're like drinking green juice and you're eating stuff that's giving you hydration. And so canopy actually kicks down when the lights are when the lights are on so that it saves water and can actually this small tank can run a lot longer for you. That was another thing you said, Michael, they're so big. You know, we knew we needed to make it compact and also look really, really beautiful on somebody's nightstand. We, we talked to people who said that they're always trying to find a place to hide this, you know, like hide a humidifier, put it like in the corner of the room where you don't have to see it. We wanted to flip that whole thing and make this a really covetable thing that people use for beauty and wellness and that they're really proud to have on their nightstand. Then one other thing that we that we thought about, people are also using aroma diffusers a lot. That's like really big in self-care and wellness. This is what I'm obsessed with because you guys did it into one. Yeah, exactly. So you don't have to have two, two huge lumbering things. Lauren's got like 18 gadgets in, in the room. So it's like we got to... I've got gadgets and gizmos of plenty. I'm right. totally <laughs> Little Mermaid. So, so talk to us about, you were going to speak on it, but just the, the diffuser part is so important to someone like me. Yeah, totally. So actually the same science that's behind like the misting humidifier that it's actually just spitting whatever, whatever is in that water that's in your tank. It, that could be metals, it could be mold, it could be bacteria. It, it's just spitting that out into the air. So those particles are actually coming out into the air. You could breathe them in or they could land on your skin. So part of what Canopy does is it's evaporative technology. There's a filter inside Canopy, a paper filter. And so all of that nasty stuff that's in the water is actually being caught on the filter before anything comes out of Canopy. So I should say one big thing, we are anti-mist in the humidifier world. We are the anti-mist movement. Like, you know, that's, that's, that's what we're doing. You shouldn't want to see mist coming out of your humidifier because if you do chances are there's something in it that you don't want in your air so the filter is going to catch all that stuff it's totally invisible you won't see anything coming out but it's working and, and and you should know that it's doing great stuff for your skin and for your health but to go back to the aroma diffusion same thing goes for those aroma diffusers that everybody's like using now everybody puts essential oils in the water and you have the aroma coming out it's like nice it helps you go to sleep whatever but you could be getting nasty stuff that's in the water also essential oils if you add that in we know people I'm are slowly sensitive to that. fucking poisoning what the hell are you <laughs> slow poison it reminds me of that movie where the uh, like it's a slow little tiny poison yeah. i'm actually you get your daily now. dose of mercury yeah whatever i mean not just a daily i'm probably getting like 15 doses of, of more than normal because she's got these things all over the place yeah anymore, sorry i don't mean to mm-hmm. i don't mean to turn your whole household like uh, like plan no, on its head. this is efficient. It yeah. puts it it puts it all in one. Right. So we so we did aroma diffusion with this too and it's a it's a really cool way to do it. There's actually a ceramic puck that just goes right on the top grade of canopy and we give you a little aroma kit that you can like start getting going with and you put the little ceramic puck on top and you just drop the oils onto the top of the puck and they, the oil actually just evaporates naturally. It's but just like can leaving use any pu- any any oil they want like with the puck. Totally. Yeah, you could use any oil you want and and we actually have a great brand that we work with that's 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 providing the oils for the for the for the kits we're giving people but yeah it's like whatever aroma you like or, or however you like to use that just do it with canopy and you don't have to think about the the other device that is amazing we have one at the office and every time patients come in they're like it smells amazing in here and i'm like thank you it's really nice and I, it's just I subtle it. not overdone and people you know everyone wants to lean into essential oils because they think that they're natural and they're great for you they can be quite caustic either to the skin or to the airway and a lot of people get reactions from them. So you want it to be formulated specifically in a proper way so that you're not actually ingesting some of these oils that may not be good for you. I also heard that with babies and dogs that there's certain oils, like if you're burning oils or diffusing them or whatever at your house, it's important to look into what's in the oil because it can hurt dogs and babies. Mm -hmm. This is a, a fact someone told me. When I was little, I remember I had croup And I remember my mom taking me in the shower and like doing all the steam. And then I remember her putting me to bed and I had this, I don't know if you guys remember this. It was like a huge, you probably had one of these, a huge tan humidifier. It was this big and on top of it was brown Mm -hmm. and everyone had one in their house and it was horrendous looking. We didn't have that. Yeah, you probably had like a new age one that your mom bought. Okay, we had the like. Are you ugly... trying to say spoiled? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think we had. Yours was encrusted in diamonds and gold. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was brown and tan, and it was lumbering and ugly. Anyways, 
Why do you see so many people using humidifiers for stuff like croup or coughs or colds? Like, why does everyone always reach for the humidifier when that happens? Yeah, because when we talk about, like, the health of your your airway and your nasal passages and all of that, if if you're dry and dehydrated and then they're cracked and fissured or you may get nosebleeds, that's actually a very dangerous state for your mucous membranes. If you think about like the lungs are breathing in everything from the environment. And so they're kind of the first line of defense in addition to our skin of, of trying to keep bad stuff out. But if we're not optimized in that passage health, then we can get sick much more readily. And so that's, that was the concept to try to raise it to the ideal humidity level so that those mucous membranes are healthiest and they protect you against everything we're breathing in. It's amazing. We don't walk around sick more often. I mean, thinking about what all we put ourselves into. And then certainly in New York and LA and places that are more urban, I mean, pollution particles, all of that can like age us. It can accelerate, you know, free radical damage and all kinds of things. So we really want to have that barrier optimized so that we, we stay well and healthy. Zaza's eye was like really dry and it was, we just couldn't figure out what it was. We took her to Austin. It cleared up in one day. And it was so crazy to see because I honestly think L.A. and the pollution, I think people, if, if you are going to live in a city that has all these this shit in the air, you need to be having your home really be a yeah. sanctuary, especially now that right. we're in it all the time. I agree. I mean, it's so important. You are a skin expert. We're speaking on skin with the humidifier. What are three skin tips that we can be doing in quarantine that are going to make a big difference? Jingle balls, jingle balls, manscaped all the way. That's right. We're talking about what's going on below the waist. And you know what will really light up my Christmas tree, Michael? What, Lauren? Is a little manscaping down there. I do a lot of manscaping down there. Not too much, but just enough. God. Thank God Michael has the manscaped performance package. Every single man needs this to groom above and below the belt. You guys thought that you could just get away with brushing your hair and slapping some sunscreen on your face, but now I'm here to tell you that is not the case. I never thought it was the case. I don't get these guys that want to just let it flow and get all wacky all over the place. I never I never understood it. I mean, I feel like I'm a good friend and a good wife because I got you and Taylor the Manscaped Performance Package, and this comes with a weed whacker, which Taylor totally needs. It's for ear and nose hair, and this is so nice because now I don't have to look at everyone's nose hairs hanging down their lip. I'm as slick as a baby seal right now down there. Thank God that I got you the weed whacker. Did you guys know that 79% of partners admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff? Michael, Taylor, I'm here to tell you that it is. Well, thanks to Manscaped, Lauren. I'm not turning you off. I am doing the exact opposite because I am trimmed up. I am cleaned out. I am good to go. You actually used the lawnmower. I walked in on you the other day and this is this. Definitely wasn't my best moment, but the things I do to keep it fresh and tidy down there. Thank God that you have the lawnmower. Did I mention that you also get a sexy new pair of boxers to keep your junk smelling fresh, guys? They also have boxers that keep your junk smelling good. And I know they work because Taylor told me, and this is like the perfect guinea pig for that situation. Get 20% off and free shipping with code skinny at manscaped.com. Ladies, I'm telling you, this is the perfect gift for you and your man. Ladies, do yourself a favor. Don't just do it for him. Do it for you. Trust me. He'll thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code skinny at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code skinny. Your jingle balls will thank you. One, I think that we need to make sure that we're adequately hydrated. Obviously, we're going into a little bit colder time and barrier function is so important. You know, we, we talk about the microbiome and like the good organisms that are on the skin and those functions of really keeping the skin junction, those cells tight. Like if you think of the model of the skin being a brick wall, the skin cells are the bricks and the mortar is like ceramides and fatty acids and they're really tight and they keep as a fortress away from, you know, bacteria, viruses, fungi, pollution, everything that can cause damage in the skin. And as we age, the ceramide levels drop significantly by like 46% by the time you hit 30. And so the mortar, that brick wall is falling down. And that's why people develop sensitivities and rosacea and redness over time because those junctions aren't quite as tight. And they may be more prone to superficial skin infections. So the more you can fortify that, the better. 
And there are some that I really like. A lot of hyaluronic acids are great. There's one by a company called Skin Better. It's called Trio that's really lovely. And it helps to hydrate the skin and really strengthen the barrier. So that's one, make sure adequate hydration. Two, if you haven't started a retinol or a vitamin A derivative, this is the time. Like we're at home, we're not interfacing with so many people. You know, that induction period of peeling or redness and whatever, who cares? Like, let's push through it because that is still kind of the gold standard for building collagen elastin, really helping to stave off signs of aging and reverse signs of aging. You're never, it's never too late. Some people are like, oh, I'm already 45. Like, should I even bother? Yeah, absolutely you should. So the things that always deterred people were like, well, I can't start it this week because I've got a big event or whatever. You know, there was With always retinol. something. Yeah. Because what? Because you get your skin will peel? Yeah. You don't have a retinol. You need to get one. Well, or do you have Dr. Dennis Gross? Is it the brown one? Yeah, he actually does yeah. have a retinol. I, I like That's it. the key and consistency with it. Yeah. I mean, that was a game changer for my skin. I agree. It really is. You got your humidifier. You know what's funny is like for me, like you would think that I would be, I'm actually maybe taking worse care of my skin in quarantine. I'm like, as you're talking, I got to think about it because it's just maybe because I'm at home and like I I had a routine when I was going into this office all the time and I'm like, oh, that's the skin. And now I'm just like at home. So I forget to do it. Mm. You need to get on it. You used to have a 10 step routine. I'm starting to go backwards. Yeah. You're starting to go backwards. I got him Botox, which I think looks great. And he has this retinol, which he needs to use. And he has this humidifier by his bed. And you're drinking your fucking celery juice with cayenne. Yeah, I I take care of it more than most men, I think. But not as much as I probably should know. What are some things men can do? Like if if a woman's out there and she wants to manipulate her significant other into (laughs) getting something, what's the procedure to get? Um, I have had a wonderful time recently. The FDA just approved Voluma, which is a dermal filler. It's hyaluronic acid. They just approved it in June for chin augmentation. And you can take, you can make a guy so much more attractive if you build out the chin in a way that nobody can tell. It's very subtle, but they're just like, you look great. And, you know, we think about that. We're like, you know, the insult that you would say is, oh, he has a weak jaw. That's not, you know, for men, that is a very important quality that you have for being attractive. You want a strong jaw, right? These are things that we say. And it's not just like take one on the chin with someone who hits you. Aesthetically, if it's more chiseled, they're more attractive. Think of all the leading men or those who like groom it really tight if they draw do a little beard just to try to fake that it's like more of a distinct jawline. And that has been so much fun, but also one where guys are often, if they're it's not very kind, but if they're straight, they're really worried that people are going to be like, oh, you went and did something. So they want to make sure it flies under the radar often. And I think also we need to let the guys celebrate their normalize. Yeah, yeah it's who okay. cares? Let's get you a jaw. Let's get you a chin. Let's go. I'm, d- I'm down to do whatever I got to do. Yeah. To hold myself together. Yeah. You're looking great. But okay. it's always you can, we all need help. And the reality is, like, if you were born with what's called a micronathic or retronathic, just means like small or more receding chin, then We should definitely do it. But over time, we also resorb bone. So the whole jaw is actually shrinking. And that's why if you think about like a little old lady, like their face is really small. And so things start to sag because the whole framework of the face is actually deteriorating. So in my list of questions, ask God when I meet him, it's like, why do we lose collagen, elastin? You're taking our whole, bo- like our bone structure away. Why do we have cellulite, varicose vein? You know, I have a long list. I'll I'm s- sure you have a long <laughs> scroll to talk to him about. <laughs> <laughs> what are some things that, you see women doing more of that are unique and niche. Body is having a big moment for me. I mean, everyone's coming in and they really want to like, you know, focus on their tear troughs, things because we're wearing masks. But, you know, there have been, and you and I actually met about in the first, well, not the first time, but when we were both on an ad board for this new injectable that helps with cellulite, it's called Quo and it'll come out in March. And I've just been able to use it first. I did it all myself, I'll show you later. But it, it is great because men don't have that they don't have cellulite 93 percent of women do and that you know it's for those dimples that you can't exercise away it's just really the fibrous septae that are pulling on the skin and tethering it and making an indent and so there's an injectable now that will be out and it dissolves that collagen and lyses those bands so that you can release that and it's amazing the difference the before and afters are great and so there's all kinds of Dermatology is like one of the best specialties in the world because if we don't have it now in six months, we probably will. Like everything just keeps getting better and we're discovering so many new ways to go after things that don't that we don't like, that we want to change. And I don't ever feel guilty about if we don't like something, do, do something about it if we can. You know, if you come to me and you're like, I don't like the size of my hand, 
we might have to live with that. Like that's difficult to change. But if you don't, you know, if this dimple bothers you or you don't wear yoga pants out because you feel like, you know, you have like little divots in your buns, these are great things that change, really change your happiness level. And so I always, I have to hold people's hands who come in who are like, I shouldn't be doing this. You know, the world is ending. It's quarantine, you know, and I'm like, you absolutely should be doing this. This makes you a better person. You're going to be a better wife, mom, worker, everything. If you feel better about how you present. Pretty soon, though, the robot arms are going to come in the future. (laughs) And I'm going to have these really strong. Yeah, you can get a robot girlfriend. You can cheat on me. I'm going to have like one of those like retract like the arms that can like, you know, like Inspector Gadget. You can like go across the room. Dendi will be back telling you about that. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Huge, huge biceps. Like just like press a button and be like. (laughs) I'm seeing that there is also a lot of filler happening. And my thing with filler is I think it's great. But I noticed that a lot of people use too much and it ages them. It does. And it gives you a pillow face yep and this is something that i just think i don't know if this is right i just think that can you speak on that absolutely i i combat that like media you know overdone face every day when people are doing their first visit and they're so worried that it's going to look done or too much and and so i my aesthetic is always to be I would say the best work is undetectable. That you, New Yorkers, New York is different than New LA. New York is different from LA. My my LA girls will like schedule on the way out their next lip injection. I'm like, don't you want to see what it looks like at that point? They're like, it's like they're getting their nails done or their highlights. They're like, okay, I'll be back in however many. But New York is a bit more subtle. One of the few things we're subtle about is kind of like not wanting people to know. And when we see filler that's been like. Basically, when you think someone's aging beautifully, they just have good work. No one has no work at this point that you're like looking up to. It's just that they have like undetectable work that's very subtle and tiny tweaks that help to combat the changes that occur over time. And aging truly starts to be apparent on the skin at 25 years old. So it's not old. And so the younger girls get it. They're all in. They're ready for whatever, you know, kind of keeping what's it called? holding them off at the path, heading, heading them off at the path. Like the, they're preventative yeah. about it. Yeah, so they want yeah. baby Botox. They want a little bit. Of the first sign of volume loss, they're really there to be injected. And sometimes I have to be like, we, you know, we don't need this yet. I so. think I got Botox when I was 21. Okay. I was 27. Yeah, and, and my 11. Yeah. And preventative. it is. I mean, I'll be 44. And yeah, but Botox is different than like filler. I mean, not that, I don't know the full difference, but I, I mean, it's... How so, Michael Boston? Because it's, you could, I mean, it's like the thing you, when you got a little Botox, that was very minor and that goes away after how long? Like, Three months. Yeah. Filler goes away too. Sure, but... Sorry, I, we interrupted you. Go on. Sorry. No, you're fine. Um, oh, so yes, I, I really do like the preventative part and I do think you can go overboard with filler. But what I always tell patients is like one syringe is one fifth of a teaspoon. It's not a lot of volume. When we see people who have like the shelf or, you know, kind of look like an avatar or Maleficent with like the cheekbones that are just crazy and non-human, they have like 20 syringes in. It's a lot. Like you have to really be dedicated to overfilling. And I do find that if we start early, the more you do, the less you need. And so it's really nice to be able to like help people age beautifully and gracefully, but age appropriate too. If you're 50 and you want to look 18, like who are we kidding? Yeah, I agree. I think too, I notice, and I talk about this a lot, like when someone has too much, when you just said you called the shelf and they have too much filler in the eye, it squishes the eye yeah. up and it makes your eye look smaller. It does. And I also think you have to pay attention to trends which is why the humidifier is so amazing because it's not a, that's not a trend. When you're when you see something that someone has, I'll give an example like Pamela Anderson back in the day had those huge bolt-on boobs. And now if you see those bolt-on boobs, you think, "Oh, that woman's like 40 or 50." Because automatically our brain just knows that that was when the trend of bolt-on boobs were popular. I hadn't thought about it that way, yeah, but that's it's, so it's, true. But it's so crazy. It's going to happen with tattoos, right? Yeah. Uh-oh. Like, uh-oh. when he's 50, people are going to know he's 50 because tattoos were popular at our age. Even, like, the French manicure acrylic tip. Like, if you see a woman that has that, you're like, oh, she's not... And maybe that's changing because the tip is kind of coming back, but, like, you know, like, they're, like, 50. Yeah. So I think with even filler and Botox and plastic surgery and you know the brazilian butt lift like you have to be careful that you're actually not putting yourself in this time machine where people know exactly how old you are by what kind of surgery you have yeah that's a great point like if you want to be trendy go with fashion but don't do it on your face you know like fashion nova zara but let's not go the face right yeah (laughs) i mean that's true though right like it's it's you have to be careful you're not going for a trend yes for sure and like i see there's a lot of injectors on instagram like they're doing like 
really like crazy angle jaws with like four or five syringes each angle, like on each side. And they're super masculine. I mean, it's almost like a right angle. And that is actually not the aesthetic, feminine aesthetic. And so where are they going to, what's going to happen? These girls are like 25 and then, you know, it's going to look not great as we get older. The other thing that happens if you do too much at a young age is you actually lose the appearance of being young. You're kind of age androgynous, but you don't, and all, like Kylie Jenner, yeah, she, like she, she looks look like 35. She doesn't mm-hmm. look like she's in her 20s. She looks great, but it's like, what's that going to look like at 35? You know, like you, the reason I think we're doing this is preserve more youthful appearance, but sometimes it can definitely age you. I agree. I know what you're saying. Like, you, and that's an interesting word, age and drug. How did you say it? Androgynous. So you don't know kind of how yeah, old someone is. You kind of no, like, we don't trouble. even know where to bucket them in yeah. a decade. It's like, is that person 50 or 25? Right. They could be either, and I'd believe you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. we get in trouble now because we, and I won't name names, but we have friends and acquaintances that do exactly what you're talking about. And like, I'll meet them through Lauren and I'll think they're like 30, 35 year old women and they're like 20, 22, 23. And it's crazy. Yeah. It's just not what I remember 22, 23 year olds looking like. Yeah. And you really like have to be careful not to be like, oh, wow, I thought you were so much older than that. It's yeah, <laughs> because it's like, what does that mean? And that conversation I have to have a lot with the young 20s when they're begging for like a lot of things they don't need. And I'm like, we got to back it up to like skincare. You know, what are we doing? You know, we can maybe do some lasers for like acne scarring. We can do some things and I'm not saying never. I'm just saying not right now because the one thing I cannot inject into you is your actual youth. That's true. And I think that we're all, and I'm putting myself in this category, fucked up in the way where we see social media and you th- you think, oh, this is like real. And then the person looks different in person. They look so different. And I think, you know, I, I love a good filter. Like we all use filters, but you also have to like remind yourself. Yeah. This is through a filtered lens. I had a very bright, like highly successful New Yorker who came to me and they were like, why is she so perfect? And I was like, do you know how many filters she's been in? And we have the benefit of seeing these people in person. And sometimes you almost are unrecognizable. But, you know, if you're in Iowa and you don't live near any celebrities or don't have access to them, you just believe that that's what you look like at 60 or, you know, like, and that's not the case. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors, even Um, in like what you do with makeup and lighting and all kinds of stuff. I'm reading this book. This is a tangent, but it's like it takes place in 900 AD. Mm-hmm. And in the book, there's this woman and she's getting married and there's there's no mirrors. There's nothing to look like. The only way she sees herself is she like catches a reflection. What would you do with no mirrors? <laughs> but that my point is, is like this is how people Damn. didn't evolve to see themselves as often as we it's see true. ourselves. I mean, we see ourselves now on Zoom, on our phone, in our mirrors, like every sex you're inundated with how you look yeah. all the time. It's just, it's again, I always go back to this on the show. It's not how humans evolve. Like we weren't meant to look at ourselves as often as we do. Think about what that's done to our brains. You're judging yeah. every little thing yeah. and especially now with Zoom and social, you're looking at every single angle. Like I, I found myself the other day, I was like, what's this thing here? And I was like, I would have never seen that on the side of my head, mm-hmm. you know. What is the thing? No, I, it was probably nothing. It was just like I was noticing Let like, me what look. the hell is, it was like a line or something. There's a line. But like we're sitting there and we're you constantly not only <laughs> analyzing our <laughs> own faces, but we're analyzing everybody else's consistently constantly. Yeah, the other day Michael goes, Oh, about like her skin needs work. I'm like, how do you even know about skin? Well, the problem is we do all these conversations now. So things I never even saw or looked at before I noticed. But I think like if you're doing that now constantly with the phone and it's your, you know. It's never enough is the problem. Like you're always going to find someone prettier or like had a better filter or better angle. And even it's super interesting and we won't know the psychological aspects until later. But for the young like adolescents who had to pivot to at home Zoom school and then all of a sudden they're juxtaposed next to the prettiest girl in school, you know, and then that it really you don't have to see yourself in class right you're looking at the teacher and maybe you see that the pretty girl is wearing whatever and she looks nice that day but you're not literally side by side with your own image and they've done studies to show it used to be with like 17 magazine and things like the girls who are of a certain age their self-esteem really dropped after looking at these beautiful airbrushed pictures of of other girls who are considered beautiful and so it makes me sad and I have a little two-year-old girl I want to make sure that she always you know she'll put on her princess dress and goes in the mirror and goes I'm so beautiful and I I love love that and I want her to always think that and so we we have to be careful and and I'm certainly also in that you know I I I can succumb to it we're not immune because we know it happens but it is good just to be aware and you and I are also in the business of uh, I think about that a lot god I have a daughter and I'm in this business where it's like it's a, a big part of it is the way you look. So I really always want to be cognitive about that and thinking about that and like 
what's the way that you talk to your daughter? Because it, it's a daughter. A daughter is very different it to is. me and th than a son yeah. having that conversation. It won't be a problem for you though, because in 13 years we're going to become Amish. We're going to go <laughs> live, well, live in the middle of 13 nowhere. years exactly. <laughs> yeah, 13, that's very specific. Right when she hits 13 years, we're going to go become Amish. We're, we're going to be Amish. We're going to live out. We're, the closest neighbor is going to be 80 miles away. There'll be no mirrors. We're going to have no mirrors, no technology. Churn, churn butter. Churn darn butter. sucks. I love churning butter. I'm just going to drive a plow every day and. Our daughter will meet somebody 30 years from then. It's, it is really crazy, though, with Instagram, like all the different things that you see on there. As someone that's a doctor, mm -hmm. and when you see all these doctors injecting all this stuff. Yeah. I, you know, it, I don't ever get upset with the patients. I do get upset with the providers, even if they've injected somebody poorly. You know, y'all come, people come and they trust us to have a certain level. And then they're, they're also those who are just blindly accepting of if you have a doctor in front of your name, you must be omnipotent and be able to do all things. And so there are ER doctors who are doing Botox and there are OBGYNs who are doing filler because, you know, in their defense, it's cash based and medicine doesn't pay what it used to. And it's tough. You've got $200,000 of loans from schooling yourself. And so they, you know, often get into trouble. And so it makes me upset when they're bragging. They're like, you know, liquid nose job. And it's clearly not that. And you can tell that someone had surgery. And it's, you know, you. I think faking before and after, afters is so inauthentic. And it really makes it much harder for those of us who are trying to be transparent and real about expectations. Because that's really tough when someone comes in and they're like, I saw this. And you're like, that's a bunch of um, other things than what they claimed they did. And so I think people just need to be wary of what they see online, you know, also with like, in general, you know, Dr. Google will take you down a rabbit hole that, you know, everyone comes in, they're like, I have lymphoma, you know, they're just like have gone Googling their symptoms. And you want to pair with someone who you trust, who you like their aesthetic, and who y'all are on the same page as to what the outcomes are. There are certainly people who want like super crazy lips, and that's not my thing. And so I We'll, we'll send them on because I don't want them running around town being like, oh, Dindy's my dermatologist and look what she it's did. It's advertising. Mm -hmm. I think that the best advice my friend ever gave me was when I was 19, he said you, and he, he, he said this to a group of girls, it wasn't just me, you have to find something other to, to lead with than your looks. It's a great piece of advice. And I just like, I thought that was so smart because, and I, I would give that advice to everyone. Like yeah. you can't be so caught up in your looks where, that's all you're leading with. There has to, like, are you funny? Are you smart? Are you talented? Are you well-read? Like, wh what do you bring to the table other than the way you look? Because the looks goes. I think on the flip side of, like, some of the downsides of social media that you were talking about, Lauren, like, you know, so many filters and it's so easy, Dendi, you said, to be inauthentic, is that I think people also gravitate to people on social media because they're witty. You know, I think that there's, like, you don't want to follow an account where somebody doesn't have anything witty or, like, some real value to add. So I think that's another interesting thing about social media is that it's these natural creators, like, people who just are naturals at, like, putting great wit and thoughts out there, you know, and so I, and, and in such like a specific medium and these like sort of short form and just sound bites. So I think that's something that is a little bit of an equalizer for social media, as at least as far as I see it, that like you, you do have to have some wit and bring some value to somebody in order to be, at least for me, to be somebody who I'm going to like keep following, really appreciate what they're what they're saying and listen to them. From a marketing standpoint, uh, what are you looking for in an influencer besides wit when you look to work with someone with Canopy? Yeah, I think it, it's really important that people understand what Canopy is all about. You know, it of course it has the skin benefits, but basically what we've tried to do here is we've tried to make a device that you put in your home that makes you feel more well and that makes your home more of a place for wellness and then sort of by proxy for beauty and, and, and skincare. So I think it has to be somebody who understands that, you know, who, who really has been, became an influencer, or became a content creator because they cared about being healthy and about being well. I think that that's, that's really, really important. And I think also somebody, like what's great about this product is that, you know, we talked about all the different benefits and the different reasons why people would use it. So there are a lot of different ways that people can get into it. Like it could be because you have houseplants that you really want to <laughs> care for. And that's why you're running your humidifier. It cares and for houseplants. It helps your houseplants. Yeah. So it just, 
what do you mean? Like, it's like a jungle? Like, so the, <laughs> basically, it, right. So if you think about the rainforest and how like plants, you know, survive and thrive in the rainforest, I mean, it, it, canopy is not going to make your house like a rainforest. It's going to put your house at, at, at optimal humidity. But yeah, plants, you know, most plants need moisture. You know, few few don't like plants that flower in the desert or whatever, but most plants need moisture and, and it's going to help the plants too. So it could be somebody who, who, who does house plants as their content. You know, it could be um, a lot of moms, you know, a lot of new moms and moms, people who are more like nutrition oriented. But I think it, it's it's really somebody who understands like what we want, what we wanted to do and how we want people to experience this product, which is as a device for wellness. And also like, you know, people who really truly have the lifestyle that makes sense for this. Like we made it super easy so you don't have to think about it. So people who are naturally like really busy have a lot going on. I think that makes that makes sense too. And also people who are game to do like kind of out of the box stuff with us. Like we we really don't want to do anything that's just like one and done and you know and and and, and something that doesn't really build a meaningful connection together. We think of the influencers that we work with as like extensions of our of our team and of our family, you know, and I think people who want to do cool creative things to like grow, you know, awareness for this product and get people excited about it. I think that that's what we think about. How did you guys decide to work together on this? Like why why was there synergy? With Dendi, you mean? Yes. Well, I mean, I could I, I could go on and on. I mean, but... her skin's glowing. She looks amazing. Yeah. I can't believe you have two kids. You look so good. I'm gonna come to your office in New York, and you can just I'll just lay there, and I mean, Maybe. shit, I'll take a Xanax and just lay there, and you can just do whatever you want. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, but why did you guys decide besides the obvious? Yeah, I mean, I don't mean to make you blush, Dendi, but you know, in addition to everything that Dendi just talked about with all of the cosmetic procedures, like I mean, she's removing people's cancers. You know, when you talk about about wellness and thinking about health from a holistic perspective. I mean, she's got it all. She understands the skin and she understands like really, really health and how all of that ties together. Also, Dendi is a mom. I mean, I think you're within our target consumer yeah. group, really. Like you, this is a product that, you know, you, that really works for you. And, and also just, you know, somebody who was really going to be very honest with us about as we were developing the product yeah. and putting together the features, you know, we talked to Dendi and she was really honest with us and, and asked us a lot of questions about why we were doing certain things so that we now, went through so many studies and, you know, you have to vet the science because you can basically find a study out there to, to prove any kind of, I mean, it won't be a well, well done study, but you know, it can prove all kinds of theories. So we, we have been working for a long time to make sure that these claims were proper and, and real and, and, based in science. And so it's fun that wh whatever the impetus is for people to use Canopy, like if they don't want their family to get sick, that's a great reason. And then you get the happy benefit of having better skin and scalp and hair, awesome. If you are going straight vanity and you don't get sick, great. Like I don't care how you get to it, just get to it and you're gonna get all the other benefits. My dog has dander. Okay. Does it help? Yeah, it should help. There's not really, I mean, like, listen, unless I've missed it, there's not really a downside to implementing this into your home. Not at it's all. Only, there's only benefits. No, right? because some humidifiers, people are like, oh, that's going to make my walls, my floors all wet, and, like, there's going to be moisture. Yeah. You don't get yeah. that with this. So there is no downside. There's nothing worse than a dewy wall. That's why I threw away that one that you had, because it was putting water everywhere. Yeah. They Which one did you throw that, away? That ugly, huge thing that was next to your bed, and it's all, it was getting my lamps all messed no, up. No, there was a whole no, thing. No, 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 no. We're doing this because this is a two in one with the essential oil. Yes. So I would love to know more about skin cancer. Okay. I think that since you're here and you, this is one of your expertise, mm -hmm. can you speak on skin cancer a little bit? Are you seeing it less or more? We are seeing more, but we're seeing the death rates from like melanoma and those, because that's the number one killer of young people aside from accidents, is melanoma, skin cancer. And thankfully, I mean, I certainly grew up in the when people would go tanning all the time. I think that there are certain habits that have definitely fallen by the wayside. Interestingly, there's an article now that says that working from home has actually increased people's sun exposure because they're like taking a call from the park or they're doing their workouts outside and it's not really that you're working from home you're just not in an office and so people were getting a lot more incidental sun exposure taking their zooms on their deck you know and so we we want to be able to protect uh, our skin every day and that's the concept that people in this country often don't do is like daily sun protection whether it's January or June 365 and then we think about the other things that we're you know, the toxic adventures, like the pollution, that really can age you. It can hyperpigment your skin. People who live in like heavily um, polluted areas. I want to move. <laughs> 
can hyperpigment your skin by 20%. Well, you're moving to Amish country yeah. in 13 years, <laughs> you so you can perfect. look forward to Don't that. Don't worry, Lauren. Pollution-free. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and then blue light and infrared and all of the other things that we're inundated because we're on all of our devices all the time. It's just great to be protected, just like you use daily antioxidants, daily sunscreen. And that's one of the keys to not aging. It's not sexy. Everyone's like, yeah, 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 I know SPF. And they want to go to something like more aggressive, like an active, like vitamin A that I talked about. But really, you know, I'm from down south and mama always used to say an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And it's like, just if you put that in your daily routine, and that doesn't mean like, I have color, but it's all like self tan. And so you can be you can look it, you just don't want natural sun. And that's hard. I know in California, where it's so beautiful and sunny all the time. But it's really important. And also, Again, I don't care where you come from. If it's from vanity that you don't want to look old and then you've been wearing sunscreen, then you're not going to get skin cancer. So I think that they work in tandem to for overall skin health and healthier skin happens to look better. But I do encourage people. I have a lot of patients who come just for their Botox every three months. And I'm like, when's the last time you had a skin exam? They're like, oh, it's been a while. So just make sure annually you're getting your skin checked from a licensed and trained professional. And then anything that's new, bleeding, changing, growing, just get it checked out. Well, you, know? you look at the mole on my neck right now. Someone told me to have it looked at. Yes, of course. Uh, like live right now. Yeah, of course. Okay, let's see. <laughs> we have to get How do you know if it's fine? How do you know it's fine across the table? Well, I mean, I'm afterwards I'll go even closer but it looks totally fine it's like well circumscribed the borders are clear okay. it's uniform in color we call it the ABCDEs. so these are the things that are to look out for if you have a lesion that's a asymmetrical b irregularly bordered c color has no multiple colors it's not uniform d diameter usually anything over six millimeters we think about at least examining and that six millimeters is like the eraser end of a pencil and then the last one is the most important it's e for evolving or changing and so you know, if something grows rapidly, starts bleeding, it just is symptomatic. It doesn't mean that it's a skin cancer, but it just means you need to get a second, you know, a second set of eyes on it just so we can rule that out. And people are like terrified of getting their skin examined. And then they finish and they're like, that was easy. You know, it's not often a bad experience. And even if you have to get a biopsy, it's like two seconds and it's not that painful. So it's just better to be safe than sorry. And I think that people, anybody who has a non-healing lesion that is longer than two to three weeks should be checked out. I have patients who will be like, I'm like, how long has that been there? They're like, I don't know, a couple of years. My doctor has a good friend. You might know that. I don't want to say his name because it's a, it ends in a sad story, but he was, he was actually a, either a dermatologist or a skin cancer doctor, maybe a combination of both. Mm-hmm. And so he looked at this stuff for a living all the time yeah. and knew what to look at. And he ended up dying from, from melanoma because it was on the back of his ear. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't look there. And he, yeah. one day he turned his ear around his ear and it was too, it was too far gone. Mm-hmm. So sad. It's a super sad story, but I just, if anybody's looking, like maybe for even sure. checking and behind. For men, it's like scalp, nose, bottom lip, ears, like places. Do we have to look at like butthole and penis? <laughs> Calm down. I'm actually being Check serious. Do you have to look at everything? <laughs> Hopefully yeah. that's not getting too much sun exposure. <laughs> well, well, I, actually, now we're going to do true. that live. I, put, I actually put my butthole yeah, I actually have in the tube. I need everybody to check because something. Because I read in Australia that it's really good for your butthole to get sun. I actually read a whole study on this. That Lauren, it's, if you, if I catch it's actually you, really energizing for you to lay. A lot of the energy healers do believe Lauren, that. if I catch See, you. See, can you tell them I'm not Cra- I She's literally bend so new to me. I want everyone here on the show to understand. If I catch you on our deck, with your <laughs> that's ass not in what air, I do. What I, this, I have we, a I'm serving you papers. I have <laughs> a juve. <laughs> I turn on my humidifier with my essential oils mm-hmm. going, and I have a juve, a huge juve, mm-hmm. and I bend over in doggy style. I don't know how you haven't caught me. Like for like two minutes when I do. Taylor, call my lawyer. Get the papers <laughs> ready. <laughs> it's supposed to be good for you to get light in there. The, the, people do say that, but right. I think so we should have a PSA. So do you feel a difference then? So have you felt a difference? Yes, of it? I swear to God, because it it's think about it, it's a place that never, ever, ever gets any sun. Sun don't shine. Yeah. I told you we were going to get to know each other pretty well on this. <laughs> <laughs> we like are. you need to tan, you need to tan your ball sack. I'm going to have to take a chance and say <laughs> I can't. I can't have you walking in on that from me like that. That that could hurt our marriage. Do you like the red light for skin? Yeah, I I love LEDs. I think they're great. In Europe, they use them often for anti-aging perspective. But 
in in the U.S., we often think about for acne, people who have inflammatory acne or just persistent recalcitrant acne that's hard to treat. The blue light is really good. That kills the bacteria at the base of the follicle that's contributing to the acne. And then the red is good for anti-inflammatory components. And we think about, like, as we age, there's this concept of chronic, we call it inflammaging, where you always have inflammation inflammatory response in the skin and that actually accelerates the, so- the signs of aging it can degrade collagen so if you're doing a daily like light treatment which is super easy it's actually helping to calm that down and then of course in disease states like rosacea and people who have sensitivities and eczema it's really therapeutic yeah with covid we've been doing i mean we have this it's a huge one. it's like a full body we've mm-hmm. been doing it every single day it helps a lot it's especially great. when you're indoors yeah it's awesome so I want to come over to y'all's house since we've got all kinds of fun things uh yeah you, you're welcome anytime you. but honestly like just make sure you knock right now during quarantine our house right now during no our house right now yeah you don't want to come over with my butthole (laughs) bent up in the air (laughs) i really do do that i think i think you're like laughing and joking around but it actually does give me energy so dbj if someone if like to leave this episode with if someone wants to read up more on humidifiers and like really get into it i for me i've been wanting to do a podcast and like I said, I've, I have tons of posts on the blog about a humidifier because it's such a niche subject that people don't think about, but that makes a big difference. If someone wants to go read up on it, on all the benefits, obviously you can go to the Skinny Confidential, but where else can they go? Well, yeah, I mean, not even to just like plug Canopy, but we have worked really hard to build up blog content on our site and we're and every week we're launching more and all of it is related to humidifiers and the benefits. So there's there's actually quite a bit of content there, but, and I would have otherwise said this Skinny Confidential because you, you talk about it a lot. Dendi, where else do you think? I mean, I feel like y'all have done such a good job of like, because we did such a deep dive into the literature to really have scientific claims that truly are vetted to help educate people. Because it honestly, it's not a huge leap to know that humidity in in your environment is better for your skin and health. But it, it... it is important to know that what the differences are and like the things that will keep you from using it are all the traditional humidifiers. And now we have one that is like solved for all the reasons you didn't. So those are the two that I would go to first because when that was the problem when we first started. There wasn't like a condensed site where you were just cherry picking all these like studies from all over the world trying to support what we, we know is skin and wellness health. But it's not it's not just one source. Right. And what you will find if you do a little bit of research is that actually for a long time now, Derms and then the different beauty publications, right? Birdie and and Refinery, they're doing stories about how humidifiers help for skin. But we we call it healthy skin's best kept secret, you know, because what I found again when I was doing my interviews with people about humidifiers was there was a small percentage of people like you, Lauren, who really understand the skin benefits and use it for skin, among other things. But we want more people to know that. We want more people to know that like, this is a, a beauty tool and you know, there's so much like movement toward, I wanna know the ingredients in my skincare. I wanna know what's yeah. going on in my skin. This is so simple. This is hydrated air. Mm-hmm. You talk about clean beauty, like yeah. this is the cleanest that there is. We, we run the water through a filter and then the, 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 the hydration comes out into the air for you. It's the cleanest beauty thing you can do. Yeah, I agree. And it is, it, it is part of the beauty ritual that now I look forward to, which is such a, change from when we used to fight over who was going to clean it it has like a nice little like kind of purr like like white noise and then if you put the diffuser like it i really like i like using it where before i'd be like i hate that fucking humidifier (laughs) (laughs) and Devin would be like have you filled up his humidifier and i was like oh i forgot you know because i really didn't want to do it i deliberately would like put my little baby's skin at risk because i didn't want to deal with the humidifier i was tired you know you don't need one more chore at the end of the day and what, if you guys are wondering, the color I got is I got white for my house and then I got pink for my office, but it also comes in green, which is like a seafoam pastel green and then a baby blue. And it is very, very cool how there's no visible mist or steam, like they said. And then I wash mine in the dishwasher with organic dishwasher soap. So it's very easy and quick. What's next and where can everyone find both of you guys on Instagram and online? Yeah, so what's next for Canopy is that we know people love aromas and we love them and we want to keep doing really cool things with this aroma feature. So for holiday, 
we'll be finding out, everyone will be finding out really soon. We did a really cool aroma thing that's inspired by the places you won't be traveling this year for <laughs> holiday. Like, you know, we're used to going and looking forward to our vacations and I don't think many people will be doing that this year. So so the, the scents are gonna take you there. It's gonna be like a vacation for your mind. So we're doing that. And then as time goes on, we're gonna roll out limited edition aroma partnerships with, we've got a ton of cool brands in the pipeline to work with. So 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 that's gonna, gonna be just coming for Canopy. And it's at get.canopy on Instagram. Follow. And what is your Instagram? Uh, my Instagram is Dr. Dendy, D-E-N-D-Y. I am at Schaefer Clinic Fifth Avenue in the city if you ever want to come see. I will be there. You have to. Just do whatever you want. Thank <laughs> you both for coming on. That was such an informative episode. I feel like we learned all about humidifiers, skin cancer, fillers, Instagram filters, the works. Thank you. Come back anytime. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Do I have a good giveaway for you. Do you want to win a canopy humidifier? You can pick the color. I like pink and white, but it's up to you. All you have to do is tell us your favorite part of this episode on my latest Instagram at The Skinny Confidential and make sure you've rated and reviewed the podcast. Someone will win a very bougie, cute, chic canopy humidifier. So easy to enter. And with that, we'll see you guys on Tuesday. 